Welcome to Top Brew, the show that is best served fresh. This week's sponsor is Thrasher Coffee. Check out the fresh coffee roasts at thrashercoffee.com and use the coupon code TOPBREW to save 25% on your order. I am Joe Darnell, and joining me today is the man behind the scenes of Brewing Coffee Manually, Mr. John Giuliano. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you doing, Joe? I'm doing great. I'm sitting here with a uh, fresh cup of coffee. I hope that you are too. I am indeed. Uh, That's theater for the mind. Definitely. (laughs) What do you, who are you and what do you do over there at your website? It looks pretty good. I I discovered you the other day on Twitter. We got to talking about coffee and it was very refreshing to see that as, as you write it, as you talk about coffee, it's pretty clear. It's not. It's not like you're. You have a simplified recipe how-to series going on. You're just talking very open and candid. It's just conversational. I like it. What is your goal over there with brewing coffee manually? Well, thanks, Joe. I'm glad that you uh, enjoyed the website. I enjoyed talking to you about Thrasher a little bit, and uh, I really liked the logo you made over there. Thanks. The website I started back in November last year, sir. I got done. Uh, building an addition on my house and I had some extra time and I was like, I should start writing and I started writing about coffee. That's the way we roll. I kind of realized that I wanted to have a blog where people could come and, and learn about coffee and make it approachable. I want it to be for uh, you know novices and enthusiasts and officiados alike. Right now, I, I'm kind of just putting stuff out there, just some brew guides and some information on coffee and just trying to show that anyone can make a great cup of coffee at home. Anyone can enjoy coffee and you don't have to go to a cafe. It's fun to go to a cafe, but uh, you can make a great cup of coffee and enjoy it at home. Are there any craft coffee houses in your area you like to visit? You know, in, uh, I live out uh, west of Chicago, a little too far west for them to be really a booming coffee scene. If you go a little farther east, there's some great places I like to go. And I, I got some family in the city uh, in Chicago. I like to go in there too. <laughs> Definitely someone should come out to Sycamore and open a, uh, a cafe. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I I like to visit any kind of craft coffee houses I can when I'm on vacation and traveling. My wife likes to take many trips out West. Uh, She's been up to Oregon and parts of, you know, California. Anytime I can, I, yeah, I'll stop at a blue bottle shop or anything like that. Oh, and I love uh, Oregon. I want to go back there. I went there uh, kind of before I was really into coffee. I went out there with my dad. We were going out there to try some beers and stuff. Um, and, uh, and then now I'm like, I should, I need to go back and try all this. It's just a great coffee scene. Yeah. Craft breweries and craft coffee go hand in hand. I, know, I, I, I should... like myself some coffee stouts. Oh yeah. So coffee scouts are good. That's for sure. That's for sure. I mean, uh, Chicago's got a really great cafe scene and lots of great roasters and, and coffee shops and stuff out there too. That's, I mean, it's just, they're popping up everywhere though. There's just great, great stuff out there. You know, I, I hadn't thought about this in the outline, but how did you get introduced to making your own coffee and handcrafting it yourself? And how did you discover the appreciation for homemade, freshly roasted coffee stuff? Yeah, it's kind of an interesting story. I guess it would start out, I started out brewing beer with my dad. I used to listen to this podcast about brewing beer called Basic Brewing Radio. And uh, in one of the podcasts, he uh, had interviewed someone who was roasting coffee on a popcorn popper. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. And then a couple of weeks later, me and my wife were at a garage sale and there was a popcorn popper there. And I was like, you know, I'm going to get this thing and I'm going to try it. 
uh, we were actually going to see my brother-in-law in the city later that day. So I stopped by a, a coffee shop there and I was like, what kind of coffee should I roast? And the guy told me some, uh, I think it was some Burundi coffee. And uh, I got home the next day and I roasted and I was just, I was just hooked. The process of, you know, just seeing it in like the green seed form and just making it and then brewing it. I was just like, wow, this is amazing. It was just cool. And I kind of have a personality where I like, I like to see, you know, the process of things. So like, I like to brew beer and I like to, you know, make things. And I, I tried making cheese once, which was kind of interesting, but, <laughs> uh, but uh, I just like that part about coffee. And then uh, something else about coffee that appeals to me is, you know, if you make, you know, a batch of beer or something, you got to, it's basically you're a glorified dishwasher and you got to wait a couple of weeks to see how it turns out. And, you know, with coffee, whether you roast it or you're just brewing it yourself, you are enjoying it. Almost instantly. Yeah, instantly. Very visual experience. You can smell it and hear it and see it. It's You feel, you feel like you're very much involved. It's not like popping a pie into the oven and you just wait for two hours and ding, it's done. As long as you stay out of the kitchen, everything should be, th everything should be fine about that pie. Exactly. You, you actually, you have to be really involved from second to second to see the differences between medium to medium, dark to dark happen and to get it just right. Yeah. And even with, with brewing coffee, you know, it's just nice to see roasters. They spend a lot of time crafting the bean and making it taste a certain way. And just to be the kind of I don't know who someone said it. I think it was probably, I think it was a guy from New Belgium. He said he's brewing like five minutes of art in a cup. And I kind of feel like that translates well to like coffee. That's just like this thing you can enjoy in the day. And, you know, it doesn't take a lot of effort to get, you know, a lot out of it. So do, how do you like roasting your coffee in a popcorn maker? Do you still do that? You know, I haven't done, I did uh, a little bit, just sometimes I'll, when I have people over, some I'll bust it out and I'll show them how to roast coffee and stuff. People, it'll, find that fascinating as you know i did and do you know i have a be more uh a be more coffee roaster now that does about a pound at a time so i'll uh i'll take that out every i don't know couple weeks and roast up a batch uh, just what one pound batch ends up being about 12 ounces or so very nice and how do you take your coffee i drink it black i uh my dad always used to say when i was growing up that if you're going to drink coffee in this house uh you need to drink it black but i didn't drink coffee then but i think that kind of stuck with me but uh, my wife drinks it with cream, so I normally steal some sips just to see the difference of the coffee. They always get a uh, contrast there. So I kind of like, I, I don't know, one of your earlier podcasts you were talking about not being a coffee snob. I, uh, I'm definitely on, uh, on track with that. I like people want to put cream and sugar in their coffee and they enjoy it, then uh, I'm fine with that. So Yeah, just keeping it real. If you like extra cheese on your pizza, then go for it. You know? That's right. Just do what you like. Yeah, exactly. So, so you brought up your father. Was he interested in craft coffee? You know, he uh, he does. I think he would say probably uh, making something in the, the French press is probably about as uh, fancy as he gets. But uh, they're both big coffee drinkers, and he uh, he he's a pilot. So he's told me recently that the coffee situation at his uh, airline has kind of gone downhill. I won't I won't mention his airline, but but I, I think he'd probably be uh, he's more of a uh, beer enthusiast and he'll, he'll drink coffee less maybe a little less uh, discerning palate for the coffee eric and i have joked that one of these days we are going to talk about craft beer as well because it, it falls under the name top brew right <laughs> exactly you could just put it in there that'd be perfect sneak it in there if you... <laughs> I, I think we'll have to have an episode all about coffee stouts and craft beer coffee stouts that's how we'll get our foot in the door and actually, Eric has made some really excellent brews. He he got to doing the that. Uh, I think it was 
I think he said before on the show that he was doing that around the same time or just before he got into coffee. Yeah, his stuff is good. I've had uh, many good drinks at the office because <laughs> our boss at the time was very, very cool. And he, he wanted to experiment and see about maybe making a craft brewery here in the, in the metro Atlanta area. Eric was making some batches and they realized that the time investment to make your own true brewery was well worth the investment, but it would take more time than getting into coffee. So ultimately they put it on the back burner and we moved forward with the Thrasher Coffee Company first. Yeah, that sounds kind of what I decided I could do the coffee thing instead and just buy my beer. <laughs> yeah, and good beer you can buy and it'll stay fresh longer. Mm-hmm, exactly. You know, you, you don't have to worry about a bottled product in the fridge for a month. If that's what happens, it's still great. Whereas mm-hmm. coffee is more expedient. You have to get it and get it done. You got to use it quickly. And even though the point of entry is much easier, you have to enjoy the thing much faster. So That's true. So what is the most important thing about coffee to you, John? Yeah, you know, I saw this one. I was like, man, there's so many things I like about coffee. First, one of the things I think is really cool is just, I think there's just a lot of innovation that goes with coffee. People are always making new brewing devices or trying new things and new recipes and stuff. And it's just kind of surrounded with people that are, you know, trying things and, and doing stuff. And there's always like a new brewer and the people trying new stuff. And I just like, I just love that about coffee. That's like, there's always something new to learn or someone's doing something, you know, exciting that you can like go on spread or something and read about someone doing something crazy and cool with coffee. That's a very good point. And then uh, something else I like about it is just, it's kind of like a, something that just is a diverse reach. I mean, you could talk about coffee with, you know, everyone, almost everyone drinks coffee, it seems like. So it's like a good, like a bond with someone. And if you're not a snob about it, then you, you know, share that with someone and say, oh, you know, like I have, you know, let me make you a cup of coffee or talk about coffee or I, I like that about that. But I think uh, we kind of touch on this, but I just like the uh, kind of like the craftsman quality of it. I think that's like my my main thing that I like is just something that you can get involved in the process with. If you have a, you know, a problem or something that you're like, oh, there's something wrong. You can work on making the coffee, you know, a better cup of coffee. You could bring, you know, coffee that you had at a, a shop and bring it home and, and you know, mimic it and make a great cup of coffee yourself. And I just think that's, you know, great to be able to, I guess almost, you know, restaurant quality beverage, you know, to your home, you know, every morning. Right. And it's something that everybody enjoys. It doesn't take a lot to make a really great cup of coffee. If you know what you're doing, you just get the right tools and you just have to invest a little bit of time. And then when you're giving it to someone, I think anyone who enjoys coffee it treats it like a gift. If you make it for your spouse and you bring it to her in bed, or if you think to give a freshly roasted bag of whole beans to your parents, it's, it's a great gift for whatever occasion. It's just, it shows that you care. Whereas other things that historically may have shown you cared in the past, like, you know, the the cliche that, you know, the, the kids always give their, their mom and dad gifts like, um, a coupon to massage mom's shoulders or and a, a necktie for dad. <laughs> like those things don't seem to have worked out in the long run. Not like coffee. And, and nowadays, the only problem, you, the stumbling block you encounter is that people want to give you a gift card to Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. I'm really opposed to that gift idea. And I guess that's something I like to put in there is uh, my wife really likes coffee and I like to that's something that we share and we can bond over and we can get excited about maybe ordering us 
specific coffee off the internet or going to a specific specific uh, coffee shop or something. And uh, I like that about coffee too, sharing that with her. So in a minute, we'll talk about your brewing setup, what tools you use in the kitchen to make your coffee as you see fit today. First, I want to say thanks to Thrasher Coffee for supporting the Top Brew Podcast. Thrasher is the small town coffee roaster in North Georgia. They specialize in freshly roasted whole bean coffees available that are made to order and delivered straight to your doorstep. Thrasher Coffee is my go-to coffee roaster because the quality is unparalleled. If all you need is a steady source of very delicious roasts, they will set you up. In just a few clicks at thrashercoffee.com, you can get your favorite roast by the pound and ship to you at its peak freshness. You have all the options you need to find the amount and frequency of delivery that suits your brewing ritual. They can send you coffee by the pound every two or four weeks. And Premium Online Thrasher Coffee does not come at the premium price of other craft roasters. All their roasts are $17.99 plus $5 shipping on the total order with a coffee plan. And unlike most small batch roasters, coffee by the bag, Thrasher always gives you a true 16-ounce pound of coffee rather than the so-called 12-ounce pound that other roasters pack. That's 25% more beans than other roasters will give you. And if you sign up now for a membership, you still have a chance to get one of their coffee presses. This is one of our favorites. It's one of the best you can come by. It's recognized all over the world. You can go anywhere and have a delicious cup of coffee with a coffee press, a French press if you will, what we like to call or what we have called the Liberty Press around here. Thrasher always treats you like the beautiful coffee lover that you are and Top Brew listeners get 25% off of their purchase with the coupon code TOPBREW at checkout. So my thanks again to Thrasher Coffee for supporting Top Brew, which is our coffee podcast and the website. Okay, back to you, John. What is your current coffee brewing setup? All right. Well, as you would uh, might uh, guess, I do a lot of manual brewing. So I gather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think in February, I tried this thing where I was like, uh, I was using my coffee maker uh, every morning because I get up early almost every morning. I just do the preset and I wanted to try for a month of not using my coffee maker uh, at all and just brewing in the morning. And so I tried that in uh, February and after a month, I was like, you know, I really like just manual brewing. So I've I've had my coffee maker. I got it out because we had a garage sale and a bunch of people over. Uh, and I, I made some, you know, I just made a bunch of coffee for that. But besides that, I've been basically just manual brewing. So I put the, the auto drip in storage and I just, I got a little more counter space, which I normally fill with brewing gear. I got a, a manual brewing setup. So I have a lot. So I have a virtuoso grinder and a uh, and a gooseneck kettle, and then I have about four uh, different uh, auto drippers, or I'm sorry, uh, manual drippers that I uh, kind of rotate through. And I got the the arrow press and the French press, and uh, probably actually my favorite that I I've been doing lately is the the woodneck, which I guess some people call it the nail drip. Um, I just like the coffee that produces. Now, what is that one? It's got the cotton flannel and it's got the reusable filter. Blue Bottle's got the, they got like a crazy recipe for it, but it kind of looks like a mini Chemex. So I got a Chemex too. Um, and it's just, you put the, the coffee through a, a cotton flannel filter and it's a reusable filter. So um, it makes really good coffee. Now, do you find that you use different brewing devices for different occasions or just when you're in the mood on any occasion? You know, I have my go-tos. Uh, you know, I, I like to do the Chemex. I have a the ten cup Chemex, so if I make it for my my wife and me, then I normally do uh, 
the Chemex just to make a big batch or if I'm doing for, you know, four people or whatever. But uh, I like to, whenever I get a coffee, I like to just kind of try to brew it. One manual dripper, uh, an AeroPress, uh, uh, a Chemex. Maybe uh, I got the Clever coffee dripper. Sometimes I use that one. That was my first manual brew was the Clever. So I, I always, I always like that one. So I like to just kind of rotate and try stuff and think like, you know, different brewers give different tastes to the coffee and stuff. Say, oh, this would be probably better with a Chemex. Just kind of smooth it out a bit or, you know, put this in the, the V60 and get the, you know, the sharpness of the flavors. And so it just kind of depends on how I think the coffee will do. And, you know, so I also got some vintage, uh, I got some Cory vacuum brewers that I'll do sometimes. The uh, I don't know if you've ever seen them, but they're just from 40s or so. That you put them on the stove. So I've, those don't work that well. I should get a, uh, a new age vacuum brewer. A new age vacuum brewer. What would what that look like? Oh, like you know, like the the uh, the Hario vac, like siphon brewer, or the Kona ones, or whatever. Because the the Cory the Cory ones I have, they are gasketless, so they have just the glass on glass. It's kind of ground, so I think it has a hard time getting a seal on there. And then I have one with a a rubber gasket that works pretty good. The new ones look cool too, so I just I put that on uh, the wish list, I guess. Gotcha. The wish list is something I want to get to in a minute. Going back to your grinders, you said you have three. You rotate through and what for? Well, I have a hand grinder, uh, the Hario Slim Mill, that I use. I mostly just do that at work. And then uh, I just upgraded to a, a Virtuoso a grinder by Barazza, which I, I've been loving that. Um, but I was just saying the drippers are what I kind of rotate through because I just I have a bunch of I like I like the manual drippers. They just look cool and they're kind of fun. Gotcha. Okay. Now, with all of these different kinds of brewing tools... Do you find that you've explored different kinds of recipes online or from a coffee book or anything like that? Or do you experiment mostly in your own fashion? You may or may not record, you know, keep record of. I mostly just uh, kind of mess around in my kitchen. I, I'll look, the AeroPress is the exception that I'll look at other people's recipes and stuff and see kind of what people are doing because there's everyone's just doing all sorts of stuff with the AeroPress. With the, uh, like with most of the pour overs, I, I kind of have a, a range that I, kind of try to dial in or start with and i say oh i'd like you know just change a little bit about it and then you know change it next time i have a a brewing journal which one of my uh blog posts i put a couple months ago was how i want to get better at it and i have not uh, <laughs> it's tough to make time for journaling it feels like it's never relevant when you're in the presence and looking at what you could do over the next day but then in hindsight you really miss it it's something you wish you had done last week i know yeah i made this whole like kind of like a coptic stitch like a brewing journal i made like a i mean probably pretty uh archaic looking for you as a designer but i thought it's pretty cool what i made it like pages <laughs> or something and then i like stitched it together and used like a uh six pack to make a cover on it and i was like i'm gonna do at least one a day in this and i kind of fell off the wagon on that it's hard when you're like oh i want to put some tasting notes down and i want to write how i brewed it so it's hold everything loosely i guess <laughs> Gotcha. I got the article in the show notes. If you want to check out the links to anything that we're discussing with John, you can find that at topper.fm slash podcast slash 27. And you can check out his various articles pertaining to these different recipes, his, his own coffee and such. Now, what is your regular bean supplier and why do you prefer them? I kind of bounce around a lot on the bean suppliers. I have two of the uh, subscription services that are out there. I, Misto Box, I do uh, them once a month where they just send me a random 12-ounce package of coffee. They're very popular. Mm -hmm. Yeah, So, and then I, I, have, I also have uh, Angel's Cup. They have a black box 
where they do, it's like 11 ounces of coffee. It's like four packages. So I get both of those every month. And then um, I, I kind of just find some random things that I want to try. Uh, I love uh, Populist Coffee out there. I think they're in Michigan. Every, I love Ruby Roasters too. Everyone around here is. And then uh, on my way to work, there's a local guy that roasts really good coffee. Uh, he goes by Fresh Ground Roast. Uh, he's cool. I like to go in there, and he's got a, the roaster right there and stuff. So it's fun to go there and get coffee from him. And then I roast my own coffee too. So I don't have any uh, illusions that my roasted coffee is as good as some of the other coffees. So I normally uh, I do my I roast my own coffee, and that's normally what I do for like my morning coffee is the stuff that I roasted myself. <laughs> now, where have you ordered your own green coffee beans? Uh, I mostly do uh, Sweet Maria's, which is pretty much the standard um for our that's kind of where i started you know learning about roasting a popper and stuff and there's there's some other ones that i've been looking at trying uh to get some from but i like to what i like to do is just get kind of they have the sample pack um it's like eight pounds of different kind of like all over the place and i just every once in a while get a sample pack and i'll roast that up and that way i kind of can try some different coffees and and stuff like that and it's kind of like i guess i like to surprise coffees too it's something that that i look for i guess now i imagine your wife because she enjoys coffee but she's not exactly the enthusiast that she she has some tastes or preferences i always like to explore what a a normal coffee drinker likes and dislikes like my wife has gravitated towards some roasts and i think to myself yeah that's that dem- that demonstrates you actually have some pretty good taste even if you don't know why that is like you you're gravitating towards the better stuff, even though I didn't tell you about their descriptions or give you their names or, you know, show you the the fancy label. Have you noticed any sort of trend line with your wife that she's gravitating to something that you like, or that she specifically just favors one particular kind of coffee with a particular kind of brewing device? I think, uh, it's kind of funny. Uh, she, she last time we did like a brew off, she brewed a cup and I brewed a cup. I actually liked her cup of coffee better. So and she was like, Oh, I, I don't have time for all this filter rinse and all this stuff. I just dump it in. I got kids hanging off me and stuff. So I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't put that, in, uh, say that, but uh, she's no, that's pretty, okay. me and her are pretty, uh, similar in the coffees we like. And we, we like to like, ones that are hot right now like the ethiopians you know a nice natural ethiopian or uh, she's got good taste you know she i try to i always am like well why don't you just try it without the cream and see but she likes to just put a little cream in there when i first started roasting i would always roast it really dark and stuff and i and then uh you know over the years i've kind of gone really you know kind of light and then kind of i guess back a little darker but i you know i we both kind of like a lighter roast we kind of settle on that you know so is there any coffee gear getting back to what you alluded to a minute ago? Is there any other coffee gear on a wish list, you know, things you would consider upgrading in your kitchen? I kind of said I have a lot of stuff, but there's always more cool stuff out there. I think probably everyone that uh is into coffee or manual brewing would like a an Akai scale. Those things are really sweet. It's just like this cool scale that comes with an app on your phone and it's just, you know, indestructible and it's got Bluetooth that interacts with your phone and you know, you go on uh, Twitter, Instagram, everyone's taking pictures with them and stuff. And I was like, those would look nice in some pictures for my blog. But <laughs> that's uh, that's one of the things in there that's going to be maybe a down-the-road uh, purchase. Oh, interesting. And then uh, I, there's a couple more uh, brewers that I like there. So I was at, uh, me and my wife went up to Madison last week, and I was at this little cool cafe called uh, Johnson's Public House. And they had, uh, they just got this in, it's called the Alto Air. It's just like a cage kind of, so it doesn't have sides. So 
I guess the thinking is that the coffee is more free to flow flow down through there. So uh, they made me a great cup of coffee. They put it in the Chemex actually, and then put the filter in there so it wasn't touching the sides of the Chemex. Good cup of coffee. I was like, I like to get one of those, and it's pretty brewer. So the, I, I could always go for a Dragon Brewer. I don't know if you've seen that one either. Yeah, I have heard about it on the other podcast, the Ibermillion Coffee. I, I really loved the description. Yeah, I'd see. Uh, they have uh, the assassin case for it, you know. It's pretty cool, <laughs> you know. So it, yeah. it belongs in a Quentin Tarantino film. That's definitely <laughs> something like that. Yeah. So it's it seems like one of those things that I probably wouldn't get out very much. Kind of like probably my the vacuum brewers and stuff. I'm like I should, but I'll just do the pour over because I make great coffee with that, and I could do it in three and a half minutes, you know. <laughs> of course. So when do you routinely drink coffee, and do you moderate control? your coffee intake throughout the day in the week? That's an interesting question. I uh, I think that co- regular coffee drinkers are not as mindful as the coffee enthusiasts. Yeah, I think so. I, You know, when I used to, uh, especially when I was working on this renovation on my house last year, I would just uh, just pound coffee all day long and probably it was a lot less quality of coffee. You know, I just, you know, something that, you know, you just drink and stuff. But uh, now I think when I, you know, when I'm just brewing the, you know, the cups, you know, single cups or stuff, I do, I'll do one in the morning and afternoon one. And then I normally do one in the evening too. So three times a day, which is not, uh, not terrible, I guess. Some people do more. I don't really moderate it that much. I guess you'd say maybe, uh, I think whether last week you guys were talking about the health benefits and stuff of coffee and uh, Mm. no one knows, (laughs) I kind of go by the thing that I just, I enjoy it. And I try to drink a lot of water during the day, which I think, you know, if it's not taken away from your water drinking, then I'm like, oh, it's probably fine. It's not keeping me up at night. Yeah, that's a healthy habit. No matter what you do, don't think of the coffee or the tea, the sodas that you drink as your hydration, your means to hydration. Think about them as something enjoyable, pleasant, like comfort food. And then if you're enjoying coffee because it gives you that extra energy, then that's excellent. But don't ever think about it as your means to hydration. You stick to water. Exactly. Yeah. That's what, you know, I kind of like, you know, if I drink coffee, that's fine, but you know, make sure you drink enough water. And yeah, I think there's an interesting uh, thing about coffee. I think it's in, uh, a book I read called Uncommon Ground. It's, uh, it's about the history of coffee. And I remember Eric was complimenting the book not too long ago because he really enjoyed it, the history in Uncommon Grounds. Oh, okay. I didn't. I, I mean, I missed that one. He read that one too. He, he did, and he was really excited about it. He recommended it to me. It's on, it's on my reading list. It's a good book. It's kind of a thick one. It kind of goes through the, the whole gamut of the history of coffee and stuff. The guy, the Post, I think C.W. Post, vilified coffee when he was trying to promote his product i can't remember what his breakfast drink was called but i think that's interesting that uh, he just went on this big uh, campaign against coffee i kind of was like well you know i i think everyone's different too so i don't know i just drink three cups a day normally and sometimes i do two and that's good this is so my last question john i noticed on your website you have something really fun and i enjoy you have mug shots this the pretty clever title i'm all for the clever titles 
you have here a collection of mugs. Now, do you own all of these coffee mugs? I do. Uh, everyone likes the mug shots. It's uh, pretty funny. I need to put some more on there, but I try to put just ones that I featured so far on there. But uh, I think the f- fun one is the one from Crate and Barrel, the standard mug. It's oh, like yeah. just a normal plain Jane <laughs> yeah. coffee mug. It's white. It's, it's like, why is this even here? But what's yeah. funny about that is it's so true that we don't need a, a fun graphic on the side of the mug to appreciate its design. It's some days I'm in the mood for just my solid colored mugs. And then other days I want something fun like my Star Wars mug. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have a Chewbacca mug somewhere around here too. I should try to get that up on the, uh, the site. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, I like the mug shots. I just thought uh, my wife and uh, my wife's got a vintage shop. So we kind of sometimes will come across mugs and stuff. So I'm like, oh, you know, vintage coffee mugs are fun and all coffee mugs are just fun to me. So I thought uh, I'd just throw some up, the ones that I had featured and then try to, if it's a newer mug or something, help someone find one. If they, you know, how people are always like, you know, like, oh, where'd you get that? You know, but most of the things on there, you can't really, you can't really find them anymore. So that's, it's, uh, it's fun. <laughs> like the mustached man coffee mug. That, that one is an eye turner. <laughs> that one's, uh, yeah, my, uh, my dad, he used to be in the air force and he brought those back, I think from Iceland or maybe he stopped over in Wales. They're made in Wales and there was a whole bunch of them and he gave one to all those kids. I have, uh, <laughs> Four, four siblings and uh, one to my mom too and I'll, it's the only one that made it all these years so, it's, uh, so oh, I don't wow. really drink it I try to like just keep it but it's, it's pretty ugly I think I said uh, something uh, that's beautiful to me or something on there <laughs> yeah my wife picked up one of those coffee mugs at a novelty store in New York City that says on the side of it it says well you asked for half a cup and you can imagine it's a ceramic cup where half of it is completely gone. It's just like half a mug. So it's a semicircle. And then the, the other side is just completely flat. <laughs> so it's like if you filled it up to the top, it'd only hold about four ounces. You hold it you sideways. Go. It looks like a normal cup. And then you turn it a few degrees. You can see half of it's missing. That's pretty smart. That's pretty funny. So, yeah, I like stuff like that. And, and what is your favorite among your mugs? Is your favorite on here? I, you know, I got the, uh, I would guess... Uh, it'd have to be, which I don't really drink out of it, but the mustache man, or I got the father mug. The father mug fell off my fridge and broke, but I had some friends that they went out and they searched the internet and found another one for me. So I, I got a uh, replacement. I should update that. It's been found, but uh, that's actually a shaving mug, so I don't drink out of that either. <laughs> for my everyday drinking, you know, I normally just do a, I got a not neutral, just regular, I think it's like an eight ounce coffee cup. I really like that one. Just like the diner mug, that's like the taller with the kind of curvature end, thick, you know, mug. That's what I normally like to drink out of, actually. Well, great discussion, John. Where would you like people to find you online? Uh, you can uh, go to my website, which is uh, brewingcoffeemanually.com. You can find me on Twitter. Brewing Coffee Manual is too long, so it's Brew Coffee Manual, uh, B-R-U, coffee and then manual. So I just started Instagram. My wife's like, you got to get on Instagram. So I just yeah. I just started on Instagram, but uh, I'm brewing coffee menu on Instagram too. Uh, say hi. And uh, I like to talk coffee with people. So uh, say hi to me on Twitter or Instagram and it's cool. John writes very well over on his website, manualcoffeebrewing.com. I highly recommend it if you want to get an, an interesting enthusiast perspective. Yeah, and I, I'm going to be interested to see what you do with Instagram. I think that that's where a lot of the coffee community congregates online. It, we like to share a good picture and then talk about where it originated from. Yeah, coffee's so uh, photogenic. I love all the pictures and stuff. 
I am uh, not that super social media savvy, and my wife, uh, she got me to get a Twitter too, and I just, but the Instagram, I just go through, I'm like, I feel like I'm just favoring all these pictures of people's coffee, because they're just so cool, you know, it's just like full of ideas and cool stuff, and it's, uh, you know, most of those are done with the phone, and they just look amazing, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for someone to come up with the idea of the Instagram coffee house, where you go in and on the wall, the wall art, all the wall art are just prints of Instagrams. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> you, you can make them, and you can make them at a good enough resolution that they can you can print your instagrams and that's an idea for someone if someone's listening out there you can you can credit me with that idea when you do it <laughs> good idea. so thanks for joining us for this special interview episode of top brew you will find the show notes at topbrew.fm slash podcast slash 27 if you would like to keep up to date follow us on twitter at topbrewfm. You can also find us on facebook.com slash topbrewfm. And if you're a barista, a coffee roaster, a connoisseur like John, or just your average Joe with an opinion about coffee and you'd like to tell us what for, you can share those thoughts in an email getting to me. It's feedback at topbrewfm. And if you'd like to be on another episode of Topbrew to have your own interview, you can do that too. Tell me about it in an email. I want to give a special thanks again to our episode sponsor, Thrasher Coffee. You can show your support for this podcast by enjoying Thrasher Coffee and letting them know that we sent you. Use the coupon code TOPBREW to get 25% off of your order. I I cannot tell you, man, that's a really good deal. You got to try it while they still make that available. I am Joe Darnell, and you've been listening to the Top Brew Podcast. Bye-bye. <laughs>